0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Mason Tractor Co. Four convenient Kubota locations. On the web at masontractor.com. What, what if know, the end host, of the world Mr. came Nureta, and if you weren't prepared? The what secrets, you what are. if all the prophecies and all the, years, and all the things that have been written came true and snuck you what by surprise? You know? What if is now? This is a wake up call. This is the time to think about what would really happen because what if is happening to me and my family right now. This is episode four and my family and I are stuck in an island, Puerto Rico, without being able to come out of the island because everything is down, communication, transportation, you name it. We're stuck prisoners on this island without a means of escape. And what's worse is water is down, electric is down, communications are down, cell phone towers are down, everything is down, everything is down. And even gas is is gone. Today is the day of reckoning. Aftermath day three. What happened in math, aftermath day three? Well, let me tell you. Today, the episode call is called Hope, or really false hope, isn't it? Because I woke up and I was thinking that uh, I was going to you know, get that tarp on the roof that I was not able to get yesterday, put the tarp up right and be able to stop all the water from coming in constantly leaking in my house because... The hurricane just ripped all tiles out of my house. So, um, Spent all day, the neighbor came over uh, and actually helped me put the tarp up. So we did a semi-job of putting up the tarp. Uh, Things were looking better. The neighbor's son that works at the government said that they were going to be uh, working on the water. So maybe we were going to get a trickle of water sometime. So that hope lasted all day, but the water never, ever came. The water never came. Uh, The the neighbor across the street had water, not a full water, but a trickle that started to come out of their little spigot. So I asked them if I could come and fill up my jugs of water, which I did, uh, very gladly did. I wasn't able to go into, into the city today. I'm actually avoiding the city because of everything I've heard in the past few days about what's happening in the city. You see, the city isn't like the country over here. The country is a little a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more secluded, a little safer. The people aren't as wild. The people in the city are wild. And that's what's happening. They've started to loot. They've started to break into things. And they've started a curfew. And that's ominous. Over here in town, at least we haven't had a curfew up till now, which was a good thing. So I woke up with three things in mind. I woke up, number one... Uh, Gas priority why gas because as soon as I hear of any airports opening We need to have a full tank of gas and take a mad dash to the airport to be able to get out of here get back to the states number two water Uh, We need to get as many jugs full of water and number three of course food so I woke up with high hopes thinking that I was going to get at least some of those out of my my list I went to town hoping to get some gas, Uh, took a ride to town, thinking that, you know, I'm not going to spend my gasoline going to town, everybody else is not realizing, it's only day three after the actual aftermath of the event, but uh, people here are still in La La Land, they don't understand that once the gas is gone, the gas is gone. So I took a ride off somebody else's car and friendly people, they took me into town, uh, to be able to get try to get some gas, but there's no gas anywhere the gas stations were fully closed So I made a second dash to see if I could get some supplies and all I found was a bag of rice uh, they had changed the uh, you know, lo- lo- Locally uh, owned grocery store one of them that was still open there's several business open They were able to uh, sell us one bag of rice uh, That was the maximum that you could buy so after a long, hard day of going to town, um, you know, sludging through the sludge and, and coming back, getting the tarp on the roof. And then when I realized something, I realized that the side of the mountain there actually had, uh, people's, um, sewer sludge tanks in it. So when the mountain gave way, uh, actually some of the wastewater, uh, it also spilled from the mountains. So today, uh, across the street, my neighbor was shoveling, shoveling all this dirt off his home, and my son rushed over there to help him as a good, as a good Samaritan that he is. But then I, I smelled that, and it was a foul stench coming out of there. And what do you think that happens on, uh, you know, end of the world scenario? First, you got the no utilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then you have disease, and where do you think disease comes from? I've been able to wash my clothes for four days now and and before then I didn't do a full load of laundry so I've got laundry stacked up I've got dishes stacked up there's absolutely no water so if you think about it if you don't have hygiene you're going to get sick somebody's going to get sick and with a mountain that's come down and um, you know with, with foul black water in it it's you know anything could come out of that thing. So I told my son, let's rinse off, uh, you know, good get Samaritans, good get Samaritans, let's rinse off and let's be real clean out of here. And so we used this trickle of water so that we could get uh, as clean as we could get out of there. And um, so then we came back home and I hate to say it because I, I didn't want to do it, but one of my neighbors insisted that I take a shower over there. He's got some storage water or whatever. And so... You know, if he's insisting, I took him up on it. Um, my son was saying, "Well, aren't we taking our hospitality a little too far?" Hey, we we needed a shower. We had uh, we had sludge water on us, and so we needed we needed to take that off. Otherwise, I'm going to take that to my family at home. There's only so far a wipe can do, and so I I got to get you know some kind of system, some kind of pressure on me, so I can get that stuff off of me. So we were able to take a shower over there not a full shower no 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 Um, not with your running water but you know with some pails and buckets and put it over our heads this kind of thing able to clean off and then a miracle happened this was where hope kicked in you see a big big huge one of those tanker trailer trucks full of gas came down the road and started honking because all the gas stations are closed you know what i mean So I started honking, and so that gave everybody hope. A a big line of cars was following this tanker over all the way to the gas station. Everybody cheering, yay, gasoline. And so the ports, one of the ports must be open. So we, we went over there with hope in our eyes. Now, the line for the gas was, I mean, I I counted 65, 70 cars in one direction, the other direction was the same. It took us from the early afternoon to the late night to be able to get that gas and when I got to the front, the system was was horrible, it was some guy and he had all these bills in his hand and he looked at me and I told him in my Spanish and, and he didn't understand my accent but whatever. Um, You know that I need to fill up. There's no fill-up. It was uh, there was cops everywhere And they were sending you one at a time ten dollars Ten dollars, that's about You know four gallons of gas or whatever That's that's nothing Uh, I wasted that just waiting in that line that friggin line, you know what I'm saying? so so by the time I get up there, I, I have a little bit over a quarter tank and that five dollars just got me a little bit over the halfway mark and so i started out with more gas than, than than i needed um then i then i had the beginning of the day not more than i need i need a full tank um and so the gas part you know i got a little check mark there I, but not a full check mark i thought let's get to the back of the line again let's see if we can do this again and get a double portion of gas so i did that uh and i sent my son with the big gas bucket the pail uh, to see if he can get some gas and that we will double up and maybe fill the car up. I was thinking yes. By then it was like seven o'clock at night, what not. And I was in that line again, it was actually dying down, there was only 20 cars left. And I thought to myself, hooray, bingo, you know, we're going to make this. And once again, we're like the fourth car back, fifth car back. And I see all these sirens, these lights no more gas Well, what happened the gas ran out no no the gas didn't run out you see they've just called in the governor has called in and now it's statewide curfew is statewide there's something they're not telling us you see there's something they're not telling us and that tanker that's just a breeze in the wind That tanker is just to maul us over so we can start thinking and having a good time and hey, everything's okay when it's not. They promised water today. I talked to the municipal guys. There's no water. There's no light to be seen forever. Everything is crushed. And what do you do when there starts to be an outbreak? What do you do? People in the streets today were, little bit excited. We were stressed out. It was a stressed out feeling until that tanker went through. But let me tell you, when the tanker filled that station up and when they kicked everybody out, the feeling of the people were no longer hopeful. It was a false hope. They could all sense something in the air. Something dreadful is coming. As far as me, I've refilled a few buckets of water with that water across the street but see the thing is that all that sludge must have got on my bottles and i'm i put some clorox in there i'm a little afraid to use that water for anything other than washing dishes and stuff and washing my hands and and, you know sanitary things but i'm not going to drink that water unless it comes down to that's my last water i've got about 10 10 12 gallons of, of good water that i've gathered but Uh, Other than that, people's hope is starting to dash. The gas station, (laughs) one of the guys said, I've got enough for me, I've got enough for my employees, but that's it. What would you do? And they're right, what would you do? I mean, this is a dog-eat-dog situation, and if you're not prepared, if you're not prepared, you're going to be dog-eating dog. What they don't want you to know, with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. To hear those secrets, are revealed. teachers seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know.